This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we wonder what our kids will be when they grow up. You know, besides amazing. Plus, Biz has a walker and a faller, and Teresa's job is not to make all of Simon's wishes come true. Woo! Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> uh, uh, I Simon is three and a half, yep. and I feel like three and a half is like a very special, specific time for many children. <laughs> like if any of you have three and a half year olds at home or have had three and a half year olds <laughs> and haven't already permanently blocked it yeah. out of your memory. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Um, Just so you know, I have no memory of Katie Bell being anything other than perfect at three and a half. Oh, sure. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, you should go back and listen, listen to the to show. Listen to the show. Actually. <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> there's, <laughs> oh, God. There's, there's some like really amazing things about three and a half, but there's a lot of things that are really just amazingly challenging just like (laughs) when will this end you know he's in school for you know he's in school five days a week it's not like a long day every day but he's is there for a certain chunk of time five days a week and so when he's home I I want it to be like as stress-free as possible and conflict-free as possible Which is funny when you're talking about a three and a half year old. Right. But I do. And so that means like if he's flipping out about something, a lot of times I'm just like, okay, just forget it. Or like if there's something he really wants to like make together, I'll be like, yeah, I'll make that with you. Like I try to just like say yes. I try to say yes instead of no, like whenever I can. It's good. Um, But over the weekend, I was solo this weekend. Jesse was away. And this was a big chunk of time for me and the two boys. Um, And I started to get this feeling that was, oh, like every 30 seconds he has a new request for me. (laughs) Like it was like, um, can we, can we, like, can you make me like a rocket out of blah, blah, blah. And like the thing is, is that it's not like he's asking me to go buy him a bunch of toys. Right. He's asking for things that are like, Sort of reasonable. Yeah. Like, there's things... Like, he's pretty, right. like... He's easily pleased with whatever materials we have at hand in the yeah. house. But it's just... There's... It It never ends. He, can, <laughs> he Every second, he can think of another thing that he wants me to yeah. do for him. Whether it's make something for him or play something with him or... Give him something to eat or, I mean, it's it's just endless. Like, it's endless. Right. And, like, I, you know, I was, like, trying to, like, redirect or, like, whatever. Right. Or, like, maybe later or, like, I couldn't do everything at once. And then at a certain point, um, I said to him, you know what, Simon? Like, you will always be able to think of something more that you want. <laughs> like, there's just always something more. <laughs> That you will want in life. And, like, that's great for you to have these ideas and be, like, thinking about this stuff. (laughs) But, like, it might also be nice to just enjoy what you have in front of you for a little bit instead of, like, thinking of something else that you don't have or, like, whatever. And he kind of looked at me. And then he just went back to what he was doing. Whatever. Right. This did not work. It had no effect. So then I find myself, like, probably 20 minutes later being asked, like, seven more things. And I finally just said to him, 
My job is not to make all of your wishes come true. <laughs> I am not fucking Disneyland yeah. up in here. Yeah. You will not like, have a magical day in this house. Exactly. I was like, <laughs> listen to me. Like, I I like doing this stuff with you, but I can't just be doing right. more and more things for you all the time, <laughs> all day long, like morning, noon, and night. That is not my job. My job <laughs> is not to do all of this stuff for you I all love, the time. I love the leap from, yeah. no, look, I'm going to rationally like, try and explain bad. something to you. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, 20 minutes yeah, later, I'm easily. like, I am not doing this. Yeah. The answer is no. Yeah, and not even just no, but like, this is not my That's job. Right. Like, This is not a restaurant. Yeah. You don't get what you, you get what you get and you don't get upset. And if, you're, if your preschool has not taught you that mantra, you need to be introducing that everywhere you go. You get what you get and oh, you don't man. get upset. Yeah. Oh, that. So that was special. I kind of, I was okay. It wasn't like I was yelling at him, but I really was more done. emotional crushing. Yeah, it's it was fine. emotional crushing. Yeah, it's I much was, better than yelling. I was yelling. just done. I couldn't do yeah. more stuff for no, him. I did, and you don't, here's the thing. You don't actually have to. Right, like what is that for? You provide a very nice, comfortable yeah, life. He can play. Full of love and support for yeah. Oscar, who's got boxes. You mean pe- Simon. And Simon, whoever the hell your kids Both are. Both of them, actually. Both of them. Sure one, one's getting it, the other not. The um, Here's your shoebox, Oscar. <laughs> but you know, Simon's got his room full of teeny tiny, horrible Tiny yep, parts that, are that he can all dump all over in yep. a soup and a soup of crap. He's fine. You that you did the right thing. Thank that you. was good. Thanks. Good. How about you? How are you? Okay. We're how old is Oscar? How old is Oscar? He oh well I should have said he just turned 18 months. Great. He's that one means and a that, half. That yeah. means that Ellis. That means Ellis is 17, 17 months. months. Good. So I just backtrack based Good. on your your son's age. Yep. Uh, so Ellis, 17 months, mm-hmm. despite the growing fears yes. of everyone we've ever come in contact with. Yes. Ellis has finally walked. You know, it's that Yay. thing that, like, babies do. It's, okay, there's, like, in the category of, I'm so tired of people saying X, Y, and Z to me. Yes. One of them, it falls into the welcome to New York when something shitty happens oh, to you yeah. thing. And it's the old, um, uh, they're just going to do it. One oh, day. really? Are they going to do they, it? Thanks. Do you think they'll do it? Oh, thank you so much for I was like, ah. Anyway, yeah. it was just that. He just got it. We were all just sitting there. Yeah. He just kind of got up and walked across the room. <laughs> and it was like very, um, like, there wasn't like uh-huh. a, walk to mama. Yeah. Walk. He just was like, I'm going to get up, walk yeah. over here. Yeah. And then for the rest of the day, I may crawl around. But now I'm going right. to get up. Do you have something dangerous I can push? Uh-huh. Maybe Katie Bell's scooter? Yeah. Because I'm going to just push that all yeah, over the well, yard. Yeah, well, the whole point of walking is to get into more danger. Oh, like, my God. of yeah. danger, right? Yeah, and I, I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> my house is about to turn in to, like, a house of knives, oh, basically. I mean, like, everything might as well just be a knife yeah. protruding I out know. everywhere. Anyway, so uh, that's going to be a good year. Wait, we're, we're ready to enter the next year of not understanding that everything can hurt you. Like, fingers and drawers and slamming oh, heads yeah. and ah, Anyway, so that was a really big day. Also, uh, at dinner, uh, Ellis is already down for bed. It's Katie Bell and Stefan and I. And I I don't know how we got onto the discussion of uh, Pratt Balls or like the old walking, you know, oh, I hit my head on the door. Oh, I ran into the door sign, right? And it's like there's a physical comedy thing where you, or stage combat, whatever. Mm Where, you know, you're making the noise, right. hitting there with your right. foot or your head, whatever. Right, and oh, it's my hilarious. head. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so we show, it's Katie Bell. Oh, God. 
Oh, God. And I then, know where this is going. Yeah, actually, she no, she's great at it, guys. Oh, really? Oh, good. If you all know where we're going, Katie Bell hmm. then proceeded for the next, like, hour after dinner to be like, hey, I'm just going to go check and see what the weather's like outside. Oh! I, oh like, I will God. say, like good timing. she's actually really, the setup is hilarious. <laughs> uh, the timing is pretty good. She's still, you still see the, like, foot going for the kick. Right. But the reaction to the hit is so huge. <gasps> And yeah. so, like, oh, my head, it hurts so bad. I can't believe how bad it hurts. Like, it's so great. So Stefan and I are just like, uh, I was like, I turned to Stefan immediately after, like, this started going. Yeah. He was like, well, should we teach her how to do a stage punch? Yeah, no. no. We're not teaching stage punch. And I was smart. What about the hair pulling? Right, the That's hair the pulling. Best. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing any combat yet, guys. We're just going to, like, have her walk into doors for a while. But yeah. I mean, then we have to set up a lot of rules, like, not in the bathroom, not in the kitchen, but like all day this morning after we'd all forgotten about it she was like I'm gonna go see what the weather's like boom oh! <laughs> uh, so we couldn't be prouder that's amazing we couldn't be that's prouder so I mean fun. Ellis is walking it. and that's great but yeah. Katie Bell is is doing some physical comedy bits and well, we're thrilled between the two of them what you guys should just do is move all the furniture yeah. out and just <laughs> put like some mats down I know so you right? guys can just kind of alright well you know the whole thing pretty much indicates that Katie Bell's probably going to be a great physical comedian when oh, she yeah, grows up. definitely. Which I think is... She'll the per- be the next Kantin Floss. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Donald O'Connor, but I'm like way, way out of touch with anything in the world. Um, I think that segues nicely into today's conversation. What will our children be when they grow up? Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa, mm-hmm. I-, I need to tell you something about Ellis. Oh, okay. Okay. Ellis is really, and I've mentioned this on the show before, I mm-hmm. think. Ellis is like really into music. And he has such a uh, response and reaction to uh, music. He runs around the house all day. Music, music, music. Like he knows how to, he already knows like what a CD player is and the stair. He knows where music comes from, even if we walk into street. He really has this amazing connection to music. And I'm, Stefan and I joke all the time, but I'm pretty sure I think I think maybe he's well, going to be a musician when he grows up. That's so funny because Oscar loves music too. He's like really into music. Yeah, no, I know other kids like music and no. stuff, but like Ellis okay. is like where we're like we're like taken aback by his totally. response. Totally, no, I totally get that. It's just that Oscar, like, he gets so into music that like when the music changes. Right. He stops and looks at me and says, "Uh-oh." And then re and then readjusts to what however the music changed. Like he's so yeah. he's so in tune to the music right. in a really special way that I don't think most other kids okay, like, that's, could that's be. really cute. That's cute that I mean like all like, kids I know like all music. Kids like music. All kids like right? music, but, but like Oscar. Ellis. <laughs> really? All right, Teresa, <laughs> you're hurting my feelings because I'm pretty sure <laughs> That Ellis is some sort of musical <laughs> prodigy. Like, he's going to be, like, the next, like, I, uh, the next Michael Jackson or, like, I, I don't know. He's 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 going to create Motown or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, he is really—and the fact that you're, like, 
trying to compare him to like kids, average kids. <laughs> uh, I don't think you're taking me seriously. Ha 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 ha. Oops. I've actually found myself yeah. in this position. Yeah, I have to. Okay, so okay, so there's the initial. The initial thing is. Okay, you see your kid doing something, mm-hmm. and you do kind of. There are things that your kids do, yeah. Where you're like, oh, he clearly has a disposition for for blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Um, but there's some sort of like weird game that you play. There's like two things happening. Uh-huh. On the hilarious level, there is a weird game that I know Stefan and I find ourselves playing. We're like. We're like, oh, he's going to be a musician, right? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. or like, Katie Bell did not, we like crammed crayons into Katie Bell's hands because yeah. she just had wanted nothing to do with it until yeah. she was like five. Yeah. And like, I remember Stefan being like, I'm a little upset that she's not, she's not interested in like uh-huh. drawing or art. Like, yeah. And then Ellis at like, you know, 11 months had yeah. that crayon and was like going to, and like, whatever Katie Bell does, he wants to be coloring and the whole nine yards. And so we're yeah. like, he's going to be an artist. He's going to be an artist. I know. <laughs> I know. So there's that weird thing. Yeah. Do you guys do that? Well, I think it happens for us. It's been happening more. I think with Oscar because you're noticing the differences oh. more. Like with Simon, I don't think I was as much like, oh, this is special because I just yeah. he was all I knew. Right. Um, maybe sometimes around other kids, I would notice differences. But like with Oscar, I'm much more prone to be like. Oh, Simon was way better at blah blah blah. Yeah. Oscar is way more into this. Yeah. Like and it, so it's definitely happening much more now. Right. Uh, yes. Okay. So yeah, okay, good. So it's a game yeah. we all kind of play. Yeah. How do you has anybody else like randomly play the game with you without being yeah. asked to play it? Oh, totally. <laughs> well, I, you know what the funny thing is is actually in real life yeah. when I find that coming up, I actually don't engage in it. I just go, "Oh, that's so nice." Yeah, that's like, true. I just do because I don't <laughs> I don't want to take it away from somebody that because it's who you can't compare. The reality is a lot of little kids like fucking music, you guys. A lot of little kids like airplanes. Right. A lot of little kids like trucks. A lot of little kids like baby dolls. A lot of little kids like to dance. We were checking, and they're all going to be special. Yeah. We were checking out like at the grocery store. And Ellis always, because he's so special, mm-hmm. goes for the credit card pad. You know, mm-hmm. and he's like, blah, 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 Yeah. And I know. No other kids no are other ever kid does interested this. in the credit right. card button. He's going to be an engineer. Anyway, so the woman at the <laughs> checkout counter makes this comment. She's like, oh, he's really good, good at that, whatever that is. He's really good at that. He's probably going to work with, you know, uh, machines. And I was like, why I'm laughing about this is because, like, you're so smart to disengage. Right. My response wanted to be like, no, he's going to be a musician. He's Oh, my God. <laughs> so okay. funny. All right. No, I totally know what you're talking about. Okay. It's because yeah. people do also like, like, okay, other people, I, w- I was talking more about like other people telling me about their kids. Oh, their kids. Yeah, when people tell me about their kids, oh. I'm just like, that's awesome. I don't get into like, oh, well, uh, my kid likes that too. Okay, that's Because good. it's just a weird, yeah. it's so silly. Like, then you're like, well, who likes it more? I'm like, what? Well, but okay, you so know? let's talk about that real quick because I yeah. do want to get into that because it's true when you and I were like, joking uh, before the show. We're like, oh, how are we going to start the show? Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And then we did our little scene, everybody. Uh-huh. I, I was like, oh, wait. I have found myself in the situation yeah. where I do want to share this thing yeah. that I do think is unique about my kid. Yeah. And the person I'm talking to is like blowing it off. Totally. And I'm like, well, wait, my feelings might actually be getting a little hurt. Yeah. Because, and I think part of that is, one, we have very little to talk about as parents sometimes. 
Sometimes you've been so like isolated in your universe, mm-hmm. like with babies. And I think mm-hmm. I'm hoping it gets better as your kids get older. But like you all know, with your babies, you're just like you're talking about poop oh, and yeah. sleep and like all this stuff that you're oh, just yeah. like, why am I talking about this? Yeah. And it's because I don't have normal interactions with adults about adult things yep. or even things that I like, which sorry. are rarely adults. Yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. every person I try and speak to. Yeah, exactly. So I think something about, yeah. like, the interest that your kid has that oh, you yeah. think is unique becomes this new, exciting this, thing this to talk about. This is one of the about. few things that is really, like, exciting that yeah. we're noticing, like, in the midst of all the, like, horror. Like, um, yeah. I, mean, I mean, challenges. Yeah, I'm in the midst of all that stuff, seeing the child evolve and, like, like getting to know the person yeah. that your child is is right. like a totally legitimately amazing thing and it's really hard to translate that to another person at yeah. all like to outside of maybe your partner like it's really hard to be like this is happening yeah. and it's like so meaningful to me and like to try to share that with a friend but i think that we do naturally try to do that right. and that's good that's why I always try to just be like, that's awesome. I know, that's Instead so of like good. competing, like, well, I think my kid is doing blah, blah. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's agree yeah. that our children are special yeah. and that everyone Every- else's children yeah. aren't. Every- Okay. <laughs> All right. That wasn't where I expected no, you to I'm go. No, I'm just with that. kidding. All right. Yeah. No, really. All of our kids have unique yeah. interests. And what we've learned with more than one child is that those interests differ and vary. Sure. Just like they do in individuals throughout the world. Amazing. At all stages of At life. At all stages of life. How strange. I, and, I, and I do have this, I do have that conversation in my head, okay? Mm-hmm. I, when I see my kids doing something that I'm like, oh, that's, that's really special. Yeah, that I'm, could notice, be, I'm noticing I'm noticing. Something. Yeah. <laughs> paying I'm attention noticing. to my children. Yeah. I'm noticing, you guys. <laughs> um... <laughs> I do have that moment where I'm like, all right, there are, in fact, child prodigies. Mm. There are, in fact, like, you know, there's like the eight-year-old professional golfer. You know what I mean? He's like taking down 50-year-old men. There's, you know, people who are playing, you know, massive piano concerts at like five, right? You know, they start those gymnasts off in, you know, China at like three. They do. And they just weed you out. Three is like, yeah. Three is three like, by four, is you're like, out. If you're not doing it, by four, you're out. Three is a time where, like, that child prodigy thing is, yeah. like, starting to happen. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then I sit there and I think, okay, and clearly that's a real thing. Yeah. Am I missing something? Or, I mean, like, yeah. it, you know, like, is it, or <laughs> there was a mom from a preschool, uh, from Katie Bell's old preschool. Yeah. Who, we're, like, at a birthday party, and I... I guess we're talking about, like, where are you going to kindergarten? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And uh, everybody freaks out about kindergarten. Where are they going to go to high school, depending on where they go to kindergarten? I was like, everybody needs to relax. But anyway, in the middle of this conversation, the mom's like, I'm not too worried about her. She's she's really not that special. She's a pretty average kid. Oh, my God. It wasn't a mean thing. No. It was totally this thing where, like, ah. And she's, like, the last of, like, three. And it's, like, joined family. (laughs) So it's, like, two older kids, you know, from, like, a a previous marriage. Oh, my God. And the mom's great. And the kid's great. But as a person who's watched this kid, I'm like, I don't know. That kid is pretty remarkable. She's, like, writing at, like, four. She's, like, all this stuff. But. But I do think we fall into those two camps of like, you know what, my kids are totally just normal kids and they're great and they're special and they're, I mean, like, in, in, in within the confines of, they yeah. just like music, like every kid likes music. Yeah. But how do you, I are you the parent more... who can find the prodigy? 
I mean, oh, how okay. did like, golf Here's, is okay. a crazy I one. see it in a totally different way. I see it like this. I think everybody thinks their child is gifted. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. Wait, and again. And that is a thing. Like, wait till you start going to I kindergarten know, meetings and like people are asking about the gate program. Everybody thinks that their child program. is gifted. Right. And everybody does. And that's great because you love your kid and you want. Right. I mean, maybe your kid is gifted. I don't know. But like every <laughs> kid can't be gifted. That doesn't make sense. That's right. <laughs> That's the whole point. But I I think it's unusual and like so refreshing to hear that story about that mom being like, "Hey, she'll be fine." Yeah, she's, she's just fine. like a kid. And she's doing <laughs> totally her thing. Totally normal. Like, Nothing special so about her. That's fucking funny to me. <laughs> um and I think most parents are very like or at least a lot I hear a lot of parents being like concerned about gifted like Right, right, right. Which I think is also really funny. Um but I think as far as <laughs> prodigies go, yes. Here's how I look at that one. Okay. It is totally likely or po- okay, not likely. It's totally possible that if my kids have a thing that they could be a prodigy of, right. I'm going to miss it. <laughs> and and I am totally good with that because I mm. don't actually want my kids to be prodigies. Right. I don't a- that doesn't actually appeal to me. If there is a deep desire and need for a certain thing in them that like cannot be like shut down right. that like they need in order to like f- express themselves and fulfill themselves, I just have to trust that they will find what that is and they can do that thing. Well, do you know what I'm yeah, saying? I like know, I, I know can't. What you're I'm and not. The, I do not want to be the parents of a child prodigy. I just I that's just, for me. I just, I just do not like, want that life for myself sure. or for them. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You're prepared to squash down the next grade. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck, yeah, totally right. fuck Screw it. Screw them. Whatever it is, think, music, art, do you science, think, like, whatever, whatever you're showing, discoveries, it, right? Whatever. Done. Fuck it. Fuck too much it. work, you guys. It's way too much work for everyone. <laughs> Do you think, though, that, like, people in previous generations with their child prodigies were ever just like, eh? Like, do you think, like, Mozart's mom was like, he's really into music, and everybody's just like, eh, <laughs> my music. kid's really into music, too. <laughs> Mozart's mom. Know, that's amazing. You know? That's so like, amazing. She's just like, oh, stop pegging on that fucking piano. You're horrible. Um, I don't know. Okay. So let's take prodigy out of it. And just okay. generally, do you feel a pressure to try and recognize like any skill, mm. like any kind of like, do you, okay, what do you feel your responsibility is as a parent mm. in terms of shaping, uh, offering opportunities, oh. guiding, mm-hmm. you know, like I, again, I see like, I always go back to the Olympics because I love the little propaganda Olympic stories that they Mm -hmm. put in between the events. Mm -hmm. And there's like, you know, the mom of like six boys, but one of them was like, would skate on anything. He just like, he was a snow, he becomes this Olympic snowboarder Mm -hmm. and he's very good. Is he a child prodigy snowboarder? No, he's just really good at snowboarding. Good enough to, be at the top of the Olympics and everything, but I wouldn't consider him a snowboard prodigy. He's just a kid who didn't mind breaking his bones a lot. And yeah. they, but they like were like, you know what? This is who our kid is. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time he was twelve, he's like anything he can build to like slide down. Mm-hmm. He was doing it without their permission or help, so they just shifted and we're like, all right. So now we're going to help you do this. We're going to set yeah. up the backyard. You do whatever you want to, yeah. but we're going to help you make sure. You know, not that I, they probably weren't thinking he's going to go on and make a career out of it, mm-hmm. but they did say you clearly have this interest. Yeah, so we're we love clearly you. going to help you. We cl- want to help it. you, yeah. right? And I think as a result of that support, mm-hmm. it does allow a person to 
figure out what their passion is. Mm-hmm. But simultaneously, I had like a million passions. Yeah. And like, and a lot of them weren't going to lead anywhere. Yeah. So like, as a parent, what do you feel your responsibility is? Okay. Well, I just. We already know it's not to grant Simon's wishes. No, we're not. (laughs) We're not granting any wishes. Well, actually, we can grant some, just not like all of them. Right, right, right. Um, So I have an answer to that. And like, but the first, I just have to say that because my kids are so little, I don't have to deal with that in the right. grand, like in the big. But you like, haven't like thought yeah, about but it? No, but listen, okay. listen. So, <laughs> so at Simon's preschool, they have like a few enrichment classes. Okay. And at the preschool? Yeah, at the preschool. That and nice. one of the, one of the classes is like a music class that everybody takes and you like, everybody pays for it and everybody right. takes it. It's like, whatever, not a big deal. It's like 15 bucks a month yeah. for every kid. And they all take it. And that's great. And then there's like a dance class, a science class and then like a special like early academics class which I'm like fuck that fuck that and fuck that he's in preschool I'm paying for preschool and it's a great program I'm not worried about it um (laughs) we're working on not hitting and biting each other right now guys yeah Yeah. it's not a big deal like he's fine and we have plenty of time for like extras yeah but and so I never hear about any of this except for that Simon starts, like, a few months ago, starts asking me about the science class. And Mm. can he take the science class? And he'd really like to take the science class. And I'm, like, thinking to myself, well, gosh, I didn't really anticipate him, like, asking about one particular class and asking me to take. Because we didn't even talk about these classes existing. Like, I didn't even know that. So I'm like, oh, maybe he's really interested in the science class. (laughs) And so I'm thinking to myself, you know what? It may, you know, it's an extra 50 bucks or something, but yeah. maybe we can come up with it if he's really interested. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking all this stuff over. So I ha- I see his teacher when I'm picking him up one day and I'm like, you know, he's really been like asking about the science class. And she goes, oh, yeah, well, I think it's just that that's the only class where like most of the kids go to that class. Uh, so she's like, I think with the other classes, he doesn't notice anyone's gone. But like during science class, like a lot of the classes signed up to go to science class. Right. So he's just noticing that he's one of like four kids who isn't going he's to being science being deprived class. of the opportunity right. to get a great science. Right. Which right. I just thought, I was like, oh, oh. he doesn't care about, I mean, not that, he, not that the class wouldn't be good for him. Right. But it was just funny because obviously like I had been taking it like to this total like unnecessary <laughs> level like maybe he's interested in science and right. maybe that's his thing and I mean it's like so natural to go there well, of course it is but um but so that I mean that is where we're at at three and a half but right. yes later if there's like stuff he really wants to do I am all about enabling like whatever I can right. and, like financially and with my time like I'm all about that I just what's important to me is that it's not about him looking for his parents' approval or others' mm. approval in something. So as far as shaping goes, I do want to expose him a lot, but I I want it to be up to him, like what right. he's into. I don't want to be like, well, this is something you're really good at, Simon, or this is something you're naturally into, Simon, okay. or this is, you know, oh, great job. I love it when you do this amazing right. thing, Simon, because I don't want it to be... For him, like, my parents want me to do this. My parents expect me to do this. This right. is this is who I am. I want him to discover that on his own. And, like, when he does that, I'm all for it. Like, I'm totally oh, supportive. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. Because that, that's it's very interesting. And I want to, later, I want to come back to part of that discussion. I want to throw in there the yes on the, like, supporting the kids' interests. You know, Katie Bell around four, five, started, you know, I'm not five, but, like, three and a half, four, ballet. 
right? I'm oh, like, all right, cool. let's yeah. go do ballet. I fucking hate yeah. ballet, but let's go yeah. do ballet. Yeah. Right? Totally. So, and Good we, job, mom. Way to mama. Yep, way to not put my past baggage of, you know, things that I enjoyed or did not enjoy onto her. Uh, Why won't you play with these Matchbox cars? <laughs> um, so, we go to ballet, and, like, after the first couple of months, I came home to Steph, and I was like... Yeah, she's really bad at it. Yeah. I mean, she's like, there's, she is, n- she is not going to be oh, yeah. a ballerina professionally. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I, I mean, she's enjoying it, but like, she's more enjoying matter, it. Though, yeah, right? it doesn't matter, like, right? So I was like, as long as this is what she wants to do, yeah. the moment she stops being interested is the moment I will step in and say, yeah. would you like to try something else as yeah. opposed to wasting money at ballet yeah. where she's just there? She can twirl all day long in front of a mirror in a tutu at yeah. home. Yeah. I don't need to pay for her to do that in class because she's not, she hasn't gotten the discipline part of like uh-huh. any of these activities. Yeah. You know, same thing with gymnastics. Oh, yeah. Good Simon times. I was like that at my yeah. It was so funny watching yeah. him like, oh, this is not your natural skill. Yeah. But it was still like, <laughs> it, but that's so, it, it, for me, I think all the better that they're doing that. Yeah, stuff, of course. That means like that's an area for them where they can really develop a lot. Like well, yeah. that's not just like easy for them. It's like there's a lot of opportunity for challenge and growth with something well, like that. Like, I also think it's important as a parent to be able to help teach your kids the lesson you don't have to be great yeah, at this. Totally. And you can, in fact, decide this isn't what I want to yeah. do and go try something else. Yeah. That, there's a difference between being a quitter yeah. and, you know, I can never do it. Right. And but being also like, the- I just, you know, this was fun. I'm having a good time. But now I'm not really having a good time. Totally. Now I want to go try something else. Totally. You mentioned a thing about, like, I don't want to necessarily guide my kids in the sense of yeah. you're really good at such and such. Yeah. Right. My mother used to do, my, no, my mother thought we were perfect at everything we did. She mm-hmm. said it all the time. But, like, one of the things <laughs> I remember the most is we'd be on these trips, and my mother would say, and I was little, mother, give the map to Elizabeth. She's really good at maps. Oh, my God. Right? And she would always, Amazing. she just said this all the time. Give the map to Elizabeth. She's really good at maps. I'm sure I was, like, the least helpful, whatever. But as a result, wow. I am really good at maps, guys. That's you know so what I mean? Funny. But it wasn't like I'm going to be a cartographer or right. something. It was just, but that's like I felt nice really confident that, about yeah. maps. Yeah. Right? And really like, nice. And so, you know, I do think there's, for me, at least, yeah. you know, we try and... Or I try and encourage, you know, Katie Bell and Ellis, like, on those kind of levels. Like, you know what? That's actually something you're really good at, even if they're not, like, the best at it. Mm. Just in the sense of making, maintain, if it's one of those items that I think will be important to them long term, Mm -hmm. I do feel a little like shaping that Hmm. a little bit. Interesting. Um, I think I'm, like, petrified of, like, um... Jesse basically grew up being told like that he w- should be the best at everything because he mm. was so much smarter than everybody else. Right. And that like really traumatized him yeah. in a lot of ways and has been like really painful for him. Right. And, like, always kind of I think it can be very stifling to say like in the big picture, like, well, you can do anything you want. Yeah, you're, sure. You're such you're such a genius. You're so smart. You can do anything. But I think like. So that's why that's in part why I'm like terrified of telling my kids like, oh, yeah, you're amazing at that. You know what I mean? (laughs) But like, I think what you're talking, there's something like there's something nice about those like those little like skills, skills, life skills. Yeah, life skills and just um, things that like, you know, they can grasp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're working with them on and you're kind of like and you're kind of like helping them there. You're helping them understand that like. 
even when it's challenging, they're good at the challenge. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like that is like a part of it that I think can be so beneficial. Like, oh, this is challenging and I'm good at I'm good at like working this out. Like and not just because it's like easy. Yeah. You know? And here's the thing I had to learn that was very difficult for me is I had that the theory in my head of if, you know, I, I don't want my child to be a quitter or to feel like she's defeated easily. You know, mm-hmm. if she's failing at gymnastics, I want to, you know, like failing. If she's not doing it, you know, we're going to, she needs to understand that it's about work and determination and blah, 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 blah. And then I realized that I couldn't make that apply to something she wasn't actually interested in. Yeah. But then she was working on something like, you know, uh, her coloring mm-hmm. or this little sewing project that she's interested in doing or whistling. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's something as silly as like totally. these small things that yeah. she really was proud of yeah. being able to do. Yeah. That I could totally say you yeah. worked hard. You yeah. practiced. It took time. Yeah. You couldn't do it three weeks ago. Yeah. Now you can. Aww. And for me, that was a huge shift yeah. in in sort of these larger parenting theories we're supposed to apply that all these books and like fucking New York Times magazines telling yeah. us all to do. It, they do work. Yeah. But it's not for every single. It doesn't have to be for everything. Does, yeah. And, and yeah. you have to find the thing that works for your kids. Yeah. Again, in terms of like shaping yeah. the direction my kids will go in. Yeah. It, it, you have to start to learn like those opportunities. Yeah. You know, I guess for me, I just want them to be confident enough in who they are to yeah. try anything. Yeah. I like that. You know what I mean? I and like, like that. and then yeah. like failing, it's okay to like not succeed at it. Yeah. And it's okay to feel like shit for not succeeding at it. But yeah. it's, but that, but that you're okay. Do you think? I think so much of this is like trying to prevent like the own like the things that were painful for us like because I'm thinking about like I I think my big thing is like I have always been somebody that like sought approval from others Mm. and so I think that's like part of why I'm that's such a focus for me like not making my kids feel they need my approval of course which but it's just funny because like I know that like Maybe that won't be their issue, but maybe like, it'll be the opposite you know issue. I mean? They don't get enough because, like, it's, yeah. when I try and explain why, I, I mean, I, I had a friend once be like, "I just don't understand how you can be so confident about certain things." Like, we we're just talking yeah. about things that she was going through, and I was like, "You know, there's a bottom line where you just have to say that's not about me, and I'm okay, yeah. and I'm sorry those people feel that way about me, uh-huh. or or that that's not working out for me." But like, I'm still great. I'm still great. Yeah, you know. And she, she was like, I don't understand how you do that. And she, again, uh, had all the baggage from childhood and yeah. expectations and all that. And I will say that my parents just almost every day were like, you're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we think you're perfect. And it's great. And, and yeah. it didn't mean they didn't teach us how to be empathetic and nice and like all yeah. those other things. Yeah. But it was like, we're on your team and yeah. we've got your back. Now, I, so when I think about like, what do I want to give my kids, mm-hmm. I I definitely, it took a long time to sort of figure out what I enjoy doing. And it, it should be painfully obvious to people that I'm still trying to figure out mm-hmm. what I enjoy doing, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of, quote, unquote, a career. or yeah. And we're not going to get into that whole thing with this discussion. But what is a career? What should you okay. be doing? In life? But yeah. um, it was... My takeaway, my baggage, my takeaway from that is I, I and it, and this is way wrong, and I can't, I can't do this to my kids. But in my head, I sit there and I think, I just want my kids, if they discover what their passion is early enough or whenever they discover it, that I am able to give them every opportunity to pursue that passion mm-hmm. so that they're not, I mean, not that I want to prevent them from struggling, but that where I can support, I can support in a, you know, 
I, sure, there were times I was sitting at a coffee house in New York being like, if I had unlimited money yeah. and the same drive yeah. to like be this performer, I, it would totally have accelerated yeah. what I was doing. In my, you know what yeah. I mean? But like... Uh, but oh, then so I, you you feel like so is the lesson from that that like you want to I be want, able to provide yes, the money if yes. you if you were your own parent at right. that time like you wish you could have provided the yeah. money okay but at the same time I also know that's I mean like smart biz is like mm-hmm. that's horrible they've got to work you have to yeah. like you need these struggles you yeah. need these things that it's all the what shapes us so yeah. like my baggage is trying to control my baggage mm-hmm. in terms of what I want to give them because every parent wants to be able to give their kid everything yeah. every opportunity yeah but that's not always the best thing yeah. right does that make sense yeah okay oh, completely all right yeah. so we've agreed that we want to support our children however the best we can yeah and that our own personal baggage may shape how we do that yeah and sadly we have no idea if that will or will not totally screw them up great is there and and you're saying that you you're you're trying not to jump in and shape too I'm much. I'm trying not to like impose stuff on child that. prodigy. Too bad. Yeah. Uh, any you know, just not right. Okay. What if they start veering towards something that you really don't want them to be? Yeah. I'm actually really. Do you have something that you don't like? You're like, oh, please don't, please don't want to. Well, do this thing. look, if whatever it is, if it made them really happy and they, were, if they like felt right. really great about it, of course I would drop it. But like, basically for me, I'm my big fear is that is that they're gonna feel once they go like start their education uh-huh. and like go out in the world that like they need to like. Be high achievers. Right. I know this sounds like so fucked up, but like the reason being, like, I want them to like have good lives that like are fulfilling in terms of like family and work. And like, I obviously want them to like provide for their families right. and like have like and be like comfortable. And I want them, but I want them to like be happy. And like for me, I mean, I went to a good college and then I went to law school and like law school just like sucked my soul out in so many ways that I'm like mm. still trying to repair now. See, and like I'm just I, I and I don't know why I did that to myself because it certainly did not come from my parents. Like right. my parents were skeptical all along. And like I feel like I just had I thought this was something I had to do, huh. like that I wasn't like an OK person without doing something super ambitious like that. Like, yeah. That was just, like, the feeling I got from the world around me. Interesting. And um, I'm just terrified of them feeling that they're not good enough as themselves. Like, I don't want them to go- feel mm. like I need to, like, get this, like, amazing job to, like, prove anything. Like, I just want them to be happy. <laughs> right. Do you feel so? So, like, you- any kind of job like that where it's, like. Any sort of high, anything that you consider to be. To be, like, a high achieving, again, like that's many like the- years of education, like, you know. Because that's, again, your, that's definitely something you're bringing totally to the table. totally me. It's uh, because all me. Yeah. there are plenty of people with those types of jobs who have very fulfilling, totally. happy lives. Yeah, yeah. totally. Absolutely. Definitely- and there's even people who go to law school and love it. And then they become <laughs> lawyers and they're successful and they become judges and they're amazing judges and they, like, do amazing right. things for the world. World. And like, there's, there's all these things that are possible, but like, you basically of me, don't want them to have a certain portion of your life. Specific suffering. <laughs> I don't want them to have my. So, how are you going to deal with that? Um, 
I mean, because like, what if, I mean, because I do think, here's the good yeah. thing that we talk about in parenting all the time, yeah. or the thing that we try and remind ourselves all the time, and it's not just parenting, it's everything. Yeah. We can change our mm-hmm. minds. And mm-hmm. things that we committed to and how we were going to do something yeah. can shift because, heaven forbid, our kids are actually involved and yeah. have needs and desires and whatever. Right now, with a five-and-a-half-year-old mm-hmm. and a like one and change, yeah. I'm like, I am totally going to maintain this sense of perspective mm. as my children go through life. Mm. But... I wonder if that's possible. So listening to you talk about like, okay, (laughs) I want my children to be totally like just plain, find happiness, like whatever. I I hope they're not like mega high achievers and that that brings them joy, whatever it is. And I'm like, just be, man. Yeah. (laughs) Our kids are just going to like smoke pot and stay (laughs) home forever. Only after you're 20. Um, But... uh, do you think you can make, I mean, is that a perspective no. you think you'll be able to maintain or can you see yourself no. like when they're going into high school yeah. being like, you're going to have to make some money. Yeah, or, and like, <laughs> you got to take AP classes. Yeah. Like, you can take AP classes. Yeah. Sign up for all the hard classes. Yeah. Come on, you can do this. It's going to make college yeah. easier because you're going you're, to college. I think you're exactly right, actually. And I hadn't even thought about that. But I think so much of my perspective is about them now, which yeah. is that they're fucking babies. And, they're and I'm protecting and them. And, and there's, yeah. they're so innocent. I can't imagine them going off into the world and having these like demands put on them or the competition or the other things. Right. They're going to be adults by the time they do that. I know. (laughs) But like, yes, they need to support us in our old age. And I think they're that. But yeah, I think you're totally right. Actually, like my perspective is I hope going to change and evolve as they grow and evolve, too. And I also think. Like, the way I feel about it doesn't necessarily matter the most. Like, there's so many other influences yeah. that are going to happen for them. Like, yeah. not Like, aside from the fact that I'm just half of their parents, like, there's also Jesse as an influence who comes <laughs> from, like, a totally different yeah. perspective. And then there's grandparents, and there's going to be cousins, and, and there's going to be teachers. And friends. Ex- yeah, exactly. And so, like, the way I feel about it doesn't necessarily, like mean anything i'm hoping that i can remember when they're older my the things that go through my head now about how long life can be Hmm. and i think about all the different paths i took and i i mean i had a lot of friends who were very straight paths and i I guess are happy in the path that they you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i took a lot of different paths yeah and I can see coming out of it on the other side and still knowing that there's more path for me to take. Yeah. I'm hoping that, like, when my kid, because there is that weird pressure when they hit that college and then right out of college. Yeah. Like, that's going to be so now? intense. And, yeah. like, what do I have set up for myself to, to deal with this? Yeah. I hope that even though my perspective will probably change on how I guide, shape, if I guide, if I shape, what I do, I hope that I can still have the clarity. I remember when I dropped out of college the first time, And I came home, you know, uh, after a couple of months, I was sitting downstairs uh, in my room. My dad came down and he sat down next to me and he said, you know, Elizabeth, not everybody goes to college. Uh, You just grew up with the percentage predominantly surrounded by the percentage of people who do. Mm -hmm. You know, you went to school because of who your friends are and Mm -hmm. the school that you went to. Those kids all tended to go to college. But Mm -hmm. that's not that's like 20 percent. 
of the population mm-hmm. who goes. Um, this is back a while ago. I yeah. mean, more kids go to college now. But anyway, um, and he's like, and it's not the most important thing about finding work. I would hire somebody without a college educate, without a degree, uh, over somebody with a degree if, you know, they came in with the skill and were able to show me that all they wanted to do was learn mm-hmm. and yeah. and grow on the job. That's the person I want. And it was like such a kind thing to say to me. Yeah. And it was such a eye-opener for me that, oh, there is a crazy pressure that I'm not sure totally. where it's coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that like, oh, not everybody goes to college. Yeah. Not everybody follows this path. So I really hope I can keep that perspective for myself um, and for the kids when they get to that place. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. So last question, yeah. just for fun. Yeah. Based on what your kids are doing right now, yeah. what do you think they're going to be when they grow up? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> Simon's going to be a sculptor. I, yes. How exciting. Can you understand how that might be true? I, I Just <laughs> based on stuff that I've... Shared about. with us on the show. I totally see it. Watch out, MoMA. Somebody alert MoMA. Yeah, I think okay. he's definitely going to be a sculptor. Good. So I'll, you should go I'm to Italy instead of college. Like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Great. Oscar, he's going to be something like something like interpersonal. I'm not sure what it would be. Mm. Like maybe not a therapist, but like something that has to do with he's. Like something about see again he's a he's people very person. into people he's a people person he's great with people he's very social <laughs> but he is social something social it's actually I don't know that actually so- is unlike lots of kids who are one years old is it unlike or like uh, unlike I mean, okay. isn't that like the time where people are like he's they're very, either like super social yeah. or they're like way not social he's very like yeah he's very like sensitive in social okay. situations I think Good. so something like I don't know what nice. that would be spy. Yeah, maybe, maybe a, spy. a spy. He's pretty there good. You go. Um Okay. All right. Your turn. Ellis, mm-hmm. clearly music prodigy of some kind. Yeah. Just waiting definitely. to get an instrument in his and hand. That's, or, or, that's really a, going to be a great life. It is. By the way. <laughs> if he's a prodigy, it will be, everybody. If he's just if he's just like half the guys I dated in college, then no. No, he will not be allowed to ever call a girl and just be playing guitar while on oh the phone God. with a girl. I hated those dudes. It's like, when you're ready to talk to me, call me back. I'm not yeah. on the phone to listen to you fucking play Stairway to But heaven. it sounds great. Sounds great. It sounds so good. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that for Ellis. Mm-hmm. Katie Bell is going to be a probably a director. Mm. Mm-hmm. A director because she has very specific ideas mm-hmm. on how things should get done. Mm-hmm. And she uh or or writer, script script writer of mm-hmm. some kind. Uh, so those are what they're going to be. Mm. Um despite my dream of her being uh, you know, scientist, assassin, supermodel, because uh, she can be a supermodel if she wants to because she's a scientist and an assassin. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Let's, should we like put money down on any of these? <laughs> <laughs> I would be interested in hearing if anybody's kid is actually a prodigy. Yeah. So I don't know. I if mean, your kid is actually, and don't bullshit. Don't bullshit us. We will find out if you're bullshitting. But it's like, did, did anybody skip? Like yeah. way other kids like me. Okay, I know we should be wrapping this up, but I just keep thinking about the golf prodigies, and I'm like, when did you yeah. put your fucking golf club in your fucking it four was year a old parents' hand? decision that my kid is gonna do this? So there you have it, everybody. Yeah. 
what our prodigy children are going to be mm-hmm. because they are uniquely special. Mm-hmm. Just like every one of your children are uniquely special. And more Except maybe one or two. No. <laughs> um, Katie Bell will probably date you. <laughs> I think I have somewhere, somewhere in my notes I have. So if your kid poops in the tub, what's it going to be? An asshole when he grows up? Every Wednesday, 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 Maximum Fun presents Lady to Lady, a comedy podcast with Tess the Tower Marker, Brawlin' Brandy Posey, and Barbara Mayday Gray. Listen as they throw down with comedy heavyweights like Aisha Tyler, Retta, Kate Flannery, and more. These ladies will make you laugh so hard you will literally explode. So go to MaximumFun.org or iTunes and download Lady to Lady before it's too late. Wait, where's the, where's the music? What happened? My throat hurts. I don't know what to do. No. Should we just get coffee? Okay. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my God. That's fucking genius. This is going to start out sounding sad, but I, it's a, it's, this really was a genius moment for me. So my I lost my grandmother last week. Um, she was almost 90. She had had Alzheimer's for a long time. Um, and... I was very sad that she died, um, but I was also very relieved for her that she wasn't in pain anymore. Um, and it was just a very, it's been some very intense days for me. And Jesse had to go away for mm-hmm. the weekend. And like, I mean, I could have said, like, you need to cancel your show. Or right. you could have said, I'll cancel my show. But there were just a lot of people involved um, and a lot of, Pre, I mean, it just didn't make right. sense to me. And I was okay. I just, it was just kind of a weird feeling. And yeah. so he went away. I was solo with the kids Friday night and Saturday night. This was my mom's mom who passed away. And like on Friday night, I was sort of like seeing the weekend ahead of me. Jesse was already gone. I was feeling, I was having like a lot of grief about my grandma. And I couldn't really call Jesse because he was working. And I couldn't call my mom because I didn't really want to lay that on her because she just lost her mom. Right. You know? Um, and I I was really feeling super alone in that way that you can be around your little kids where they're there with you, but they have no idea what's going on really. Right. And I really needed support, but I was kind of trying to just say, well, I'm going to get through. I'm just going to like mom up and get through the weekend. You know, my go-tos for emotional support are normally Jesse and my mom. Right. And like they just weren't there. And I was sitting there after Oscar finally went to sleep and I was waiting for Simon to go to sleep. And I was just kind of like crying my eyes out because I just didn't know. I mean, I just 
I didn't know what to do. And I found myself like texting my sister and kind of being like, how are you? Like, what's going on? And kind of like, and she's like doing okay, blah, blah, blah. And like, I realized at a certain point that I was like, kind of trying to, I was hoping that she would say, what do you need? Are you okay? And like, do you want me to call you? But like, I realized she's not in the, she's not used to doing that for me because I'm not, that's not her role. That's not usually her role. And I just like realized I can just ask for that. Mm. And so I just said like, hey, I'm actually having a really hard time. Can you call me in the morning? And she said, yes, I will call you in the morning. And it made me feel so much better. I was able to have a good sleep, nice. like knowing that she was there, knowing that she knew I was having a hard time and she was going to call me in the morning. I went to sleep the next morning. I was feeling better already. And she did call and we had a really good conversation. And I was just really glad that I didn't do that dumb thing of like, oh, nobody's there for me. Like yeah. I was just or just like beat around the bush. Like right. I was just like, can you call me like, yeah. tomorrow? you know, and um, so that was that was for me. That was a real genius. That's moment. really great. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. That is taking care of yourself. Yeah. And we talk about that all the time. And it, the, those sorts of things can be so small. Yeah. It, taking care of yourself. It doesn't have to be a great weekend away or like, no. you know, buying that thing that's going to make life easier. Or it can be something really small, as simple as asking somebody to check in. Yeah. So good job. Thank you. Very good job. Um, what do you have? <laughs> after 17 months. I finally finished the baby quilt I was making for Ellis. Oh, my God. And it's so beautiful. Thank I saw you. pictures of it. And I, I got to tell you, it is, as, as I have mentioned on the show, I feel like I am turning a corner uh, in general, just emotionally after the postpartum and like all this stuff. But there's also a corner that gets turned after you've kind of just had this kid around for about 17 months where you're like, oh, this kid's really not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. This is, in fact, life. This is real. And this is real. <laughs> and like everything sort of shifts and adjusts and you the balance becomes a little better. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm entering that balance to even finish a project. So genius. And I forgot how good that made me That's feel. That's amazing. So, so genius. And what was great was I handed it to, I showed it to Ellis, uh-huh. and he's like, sleepy. Oh. <laughs> That's what we call blankets in the house. Sleepy. Yay. Good job. It really is beautiful. Thank by you. The way. I will post it's, it for everybody to do. see. It's so beautiful. Thank you. I'm currently hiding in the bathroom. Um, I just want to call and share a genius moment that me and my husband both had this week. Um, so the other day, my three-year-old busted it on me when I was in the bathroom. Typical. But then I locked him out, and I guess in his anger when he got locked out, he peed on our bedroom floor. Um, well, this wasn't discovered for quite a while. My husband just happened to walk through the bedroom and step in it. Mm, yay. Um, but then, uh, neither one of us yelled at him. We just kind of acted disappointed and didn't really talk about it too much other than to say, we don't pee on the floor, Liam. We don't do that. And just expressed extreme disappointment and he didn't get to watch any cartoons and he just had to go to bed. Well, the next morning he told me, mommy, I'm not mad at you anymore. And in his speech, that means his feelings aren't hurt anymore. So that was good. And then he said, I'm sorry I peed on the floor. So I'm so proud of us in our genius moment. And I just had to share. Thank you. Yeah. It's the step back. Yeah. 
Good job. Screaming. And I love how it was just imposed by circumstances this time. But it was like a light bulb, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they might have yelled if they saw if they were there in the moment in when the it moment, happened, right. but they just found out later, so it's kind of like too too late to yell anyway. That's right. Yeah, you can't rub their nose in it yeah. and teach them not to do it again. Yeah. Uh, good, job, yeah good job, mom and dad. Excellent. Yep. Nailing it. Not nailing it. Fail me, Teresa. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. So we have the kind of child uh, safety thingies on your cabinets where you press down yeah. to get it to open. So Oscar still tries to reach in there because he knows that's where the fruit pouches are. And so but he can't reach, you know, but it still comes sure. out a little bit. Yeah. Like it opens like an inch. Just and enough he to like, break their He kind of reaches in, but he can't like yeah. get anything. And he was in the kitchen doing that. I don't know why. And I had to like step into the other room for something. And I'm like, is he OK in there right now? I'm like... Yeah, I'm looking at him from across the room. I'm like, yeah, he's fine. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. So um, I'm in the other room, and I'm still hearing the cabin. I'm like, why is he spending so much time there? Like, it seems like he would, like, notice I'm not getting anything. Right. I'm like, does he have his hand on something? Well, I come closer, and something is dripping out of the cabinet. He has somehow managed to reach in and grab the metal tack because there's also a bunch of canned goods in there and to grab the like you know those canned goods that open with a tab it's fucking canned jalapenos which don't ask me why we have that but he somehow (laughs) opened it with his finger inside the cabinet with the child safety lock, and it, he's holding it out so that it's just dripping jalapeno, jalapeno juice yes. all over him, all over the floor, oh. and in the cabinet. And the smell, I yeah. mean, so yeah. I'm like, okay, this is so weird. I'm so glad he didn't, like, slice touch his, his eye or something. Or, with yeah, the touch his eye, too. But also, like, with the metal yeah, the I know. can, well, he didn't yeah. cut himself or anything. So I get him away. I'm, like, washing it. I'm like, that's so weird, Oscar. How did you do that? That is so weird. Yeah. How did you even do that? And he's kind of like perturbed. Like, what did I do? I don't yeah. even get it. So I had to clean it up. But like our kitchen and Oscar smelled like jalapenos nice. for like 24 hours after that. Nice. And I still don't understand how it happened. Nice. Monsters. Yeah. Monsters in your pantry. Well, you suck for having jalapenos. And those apparently, child, sa- child safety, and clearly those child safety locks do not actually not very good. No. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Uh, what do you got? Okay. So Katie Bell last week says so and so called me a brat. You know, and my uh-huh. first instinct is, well, maybe you were being a fucking brat. <laughs> Aren't all five year olds brats? Anyway, but instead, I was like, okay, you know, I always try to approach it with something like, all right, what was happening? You know, nothing. She just called me a brat. So I was like. All right. Well, the things I always encourage are, one, so-and-so has learned this word, and she knows it's a mean word, so she's trying it out. You know, a lot of times kids will try out words to see how that will make the other person react if they want them to stop doing something or whatever. Uh, So she probably doesn't mean it in a bad way. Two, it's always good, even if you're not doing something uh, that you think is wrong, if a friend thinks that you are, uh, to say, I'm sorry if you think... You know, if, if I made you feel bad, let's go do such and such or whatever. No no harm in apologizing. Uh, conversation drags on a little bit more. Finally, I was just like, or you could just say, 
I'm like rubber, you're like glue. Whatever you say bounces <gasps> off me and sticks to you. Because I was getting a little done with yeah. the power. And I, because like part of me is yeah. like, you kids are all just going around saying, you like, yeah, that's the, totally. as the veteran kindergarten, people yeah. are like, my kids start in kindergarten next year. It's horrible. And then you come, you come out on the other side and you're like, fuck it. None of it sticks, guys. Everybody's rubber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's fucking rubber in kindergarten. Uh, so I just I say this to her and she's like, oh, okay. And so, this week, beginning of this week, uh, I'm taking her to school this morning, and she says, so and so called me a bully, and I was like, "All right, what's the situation? How'd this happen? It was a monkey bar thing. Somebody didn't want to move. Katie Bell wanted to get up. Blah 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 blah." Again, I started to go through the whole. Remember, your actions can make somebody feel. And she goes, "Yeah." And I wish I could have remembered that rubber and glue thing you had told me. And I was like, oh, great. So this is how. And then like five minutes later, she's like, so-and-so. And again, another child. Yeah. So-and-so. It just didn't work on her. She said it just kept bouncing off of her. Yeah. <laughs> just like, uh, either way, we're back to that place of like, if somebody hits you, hit them back, I Katie know. Bell. Like, I just keep I giving like, like. What are you supposed to? What are you know. like? Ugh, like a, yeah. So anyway, I think it doesn't I feel, seem like good advice. It doesn't seem like I good advice. I also kind of can't blame you. I don't really. I know. also feel like I don't know. We all said that. We all survived. It's fine. Yeah. It's, I just feel a little bad that I. I may. It may have been me introducing this into the lexicon. Definitely of this was you. Kindergarten thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's me. Yeah, it's you. It's all me, guys. I am. A child insult prodigy. <laughs> Hi there. I'm calling with a fail for you guys. Um, I have an eight and a half month old son and uh, we've been having some issues with breastfeeding. And so we went today to the offices of the lactation consultant. Um, and that's an office where they don't get a lot of older babies. They just mostly have newborns. So they didn't have any like toys to play with while we were waiting. Um, and so I was just trying to keep him distracted because he just wanted to play with all the electrical outlets. And so I handed him a People magazine and he just kind of like tore it apart. And I thought, well, okay, they can spare a People magazine to keep this kid out of the electrical outlets. <laughs> and uh, then we get called in for our meeting and, um, and the lactation consultant says to me like, oh, does he have any teeth yet? And I said, we're working on it. And she said, can I take a look? And I said, yeah, great. And so uh, she got him to open his mouth to show, you know, like his gums to her. <laughs> And he kind of leaned back, and all I could see was that he had managed to eat the corner of the cover of the People magazine, and there was, like, Kim Kardashian's face stuck to the roof of his mouth. And so I had to say, like, um, give me a second. I have to fish that out of his mouth. Um, and she is a professional and did not totally call me a terrible mother, but I pretty much felt like what just said. Um, thanks for the show, and uh, I suck. <laughs> well, you just like mom that's what a, amazing that is amazing I really love opening the mouth yeah and Kim Kardashian. there it is face it's like it's almost like he's wearing a Kim Kardashian retainer yeah you know <laughs> you know how you could get a picture on your retainer yeah. no oh, but I that's amazing one. what was the picture what was your picture on I your I retainer I had like a little rainbow on mine wow no, I had a unicorn on of mine of course you had a unicorn of course on I had yours. a unicorn on mine well, retainers. Anyway, it's good. That it's, sucks. It's good. I don't know what's worse. Is it he's reading People magazine or he's got Kim Kardashian or he can't watch well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyway, um, well, good job going to the lactation consultant. Yeah. Good job letting your son rip apart a People magazine. Yeah. Bad job overall being a mother to your child and exposing them to the Kardashians like that. You suck. You are the greatest
problem. I call you on the phone. Well, speaking of sucking, we do not have a guest this week to share all of these magical parenting moments with and to get newer and greater insight into the universe of this job being hard and nobody giving a shit. <laughs> but that's okay. Because what we always have as our guests are you, our listeners, calling and leaving us little gems, little mom rant gems. Let's have a mom breakdown. Hi, I have a quick rant for you. Um, so I'm feeding my 10-month-old son last night, uh, his dinner, and my husband comes home from work. He works two jobs. Um, so he came home really late. It was like 7.30, and we're just stressed getting dinner on the table and whatever. And he opens the dirty dishwasher to put a cup in, closes it, looks at me and says, there's a mouse in the dishwasher, a live fucking mouse. I start screaming hysterically, and then I start <laughs> laughing maniacally, like just total hysterical response. I'm cracking up. My husband's staring at the dishwasher trying to figure out how to get this mouse out of our dishwasher, and my son is screaming because I'm not feeding him his dinner. I'm laughing instead. So it was just a giant shit show. I mean, just hysterical, horrible. Everyone's yelling and screaming. Finally, my husband realizes that a bot mouse probably can't bite through his motorcycle glove. So he puts on a motorcycle glove, grabs it, runs through the back door yelling as I'm screaming, and throws it out in snow. <laughs> Worst day ever. I feel like the dirtiest, grossest human being on the planet. We have, oh God, I, I don't even know what to do. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks. Amazing. Wow, that's so amazing. I would first like to say you're not the grossest person on the planet. Yeah. We're just, none of us are just aware of the mice and rats that live in our house right. all the time. They're everywhere. Well, I lived in New York City a long yeah. time. You didn't go to sleep without hearing them scurry through the wall. Oh, yeah. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. There are those moments where you're like, I'm going along my life. And all this, and then, like, the bird gets in the house. You've ever had oh, a bird yeah. loose in your house? That is the crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, you got a broom. Absolutely. You're, like, trying to get it out the window. Like, whatever yeah. is crazy. Or, like, even just, like, a spider or, like, a bug. Just when yeah. the wildlife encroaches yeah. upon our non-wildlife-friendly habitats. Yep. <laughs> How dare they? Uh, we just, it just becomes... A crazy, a crazy place. Mm -hmm. So you're doing a really good job. Yeah, good job. Who knows? Maybe your son will grow up to be an exterminator. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or befriend a small rat named Ben. All because of that one time that you freaked out. Ben, the two of us need look. No, I am. Are you referencing something that I'm... I don't know about? What is Ben? Michael Jackson. Okay, real quick. Okay. Michael Jackson, famous song, Ben. Okay. It's about a, I love it's Michael about, Jackson. Uh, yeah, it's about a rat oh. that he befriends. And then when they they actually turn it into a television, made-for-television show, it's like a little boy whose life is really horrible. And he becomes friend with this little mouse. And it's like, <laughs> they become this really... blowing my mind. They become really good friends. And I'm okay. pretty sure something horrible happens to the right. mouse. It's very sad. I had um, pet rats growing up. Yeah, Did you? Yeah. There's one currently. They're really good pets. The the like female yeah. like they're really good pets. There's one hanging out in my bird feeder right outside my bedroom. Every time I open it up to see the bird, beautiful birds in my <laughs> bird a feeder, rat. it's a fucking rat. And I'm like, <laughs> that's uh. so funny. And then it like, and I I would be concerned if when I hit the window, it ran towards our house, but it doesn't. Yeah. It like runs the other way. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. Right. It just shows you where we are in life, everybody. Yeah. Where we're just like this. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 
right. Speaking of Anne, what did we learn today? I I think what we have learned is we have very little control Mm -hmm. over what our children will be when they grow up, Mm -hmm. despite uh, any baggage we bring to the table Mm -hmm. and try and force them to relive for us in the way we want our wanted our lives to turn out (laughs) (laughs) and that we're probably screwed if we try and shape them too much one way or not shape them Mm -hmm. ah, failed efforts everybody we're not going to be able to win (laughs) the best we can hope for is that they feel supported uh and that they find something that they like to do either professionally or at least off the clock. Right. Uh, so that they've got you. Everybody just wants their kids to be happy and healthy. Yep. Is the big takeaway. And to probably just settle into the expectation that they're going to forever ask us for money. So that's that. Good lessons, everybody. Great. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I do want to say, take a moment to talk about how great. Again, I thank you guys are. Our Facebook page has been doing great. And if you haven't come over to our public Facebook page and just clicked like, we'd love to have you over there. It's a great way to find out when the shows are coming up and if there's any meetups or shows that we're promoting by other parents or other moms, just something happening in your town. It's a great place. Uh, Our Facebook private group Again, remember, they're two separate things. Mm-hmm. Private group is doing great. We have a 1,000 members now, yep. which is amazing. And everybody's doing a great job being supportive, being not judgmental. And we're having some dads start showing up and entering yep. the conversations. And what they're adding is so great. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you're killing it. Totally. And speaking of meetups. Yeah, we have a day of meetups coming up on Saturday, May 9th. Uh, it's the day before Mother's Day, and it's a day of meetups for one mother listeners all over the world. We just added a meetup in London. Mm-hmm. Um, so be sure to check out MaximumFun.org slash One Bad Mother's Day. <laughs> That's where all the information is about all the meetups. And if you're not seeing your city on there and you would like to organize something where you are, um, just hop on over to our One Bad Mother Facebook group and folks are posting on there and connecting and setting up times and places to gather on that day. Woo-hoo. And one one last last thing is as we build this community and the show continues to grow, one of the things that really helps uh, for no reason except, I don't know, the podcast universe seems to appreciate these sorts of things. Uh, If you would go over to iTunes uh, and leave a good review or even just click Stars, five stars, or four, whatever, however amount of stars you feel like you should get. You know, this is a five star show. (laughs) This is top of the line, guys. Five stars. As good as it gets. That's right. Um, But uh, go over there and click on that. And in the long run, I think that supposedly makes us more recognizable as a key and important part of the pop culture universe. I think, yeah, I think if people are searching for podcasts to listen to, we're going to come up if we've got more good reviews on there and we could definitely use some more good reviews like we (laughs) definitely have some on there so if you've already reviewed the show on there thank you you. and if you haven't just take a minute to pop on over there and give us a nice review on iTunes and we really really appreciate it well everybody you did it you got through the week you still (laughs) kept all your kids and you kept your sanity uh, and you're all doing a really good job. Teresa, you are doing you're doing a really good job. I know this was a very tough, difficult week for you, and you did a really good job this week. Thank you so much. So did you, Biz. 
Thank you. Uh, Everybody, you are all doing great. Yeah, good job, guys. Really. Uh, You deserve to be doing a good job, and you deserve to sometimes feel like it's very difficult and and stressful. Yeah. Both of those things are valid. Uh, And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, got thrown down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, got thrown down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.